0: Hey guys, welcome to the first of our API innovators series. Um, this is a new live stream series we're going to do with people who are taking the D4H API. That's an application programming interface, so allowing two software systems to talk to each other. The D4H API and innovating with it. So they're building interesting things to see what uh, what they can can integrate in systems and. Today, um, what we're going to do, we're going to go and visit Burnham on So that's uh, Barb Search and Rescue, if anyone knows them. And we're going to take a look at their live dashboard they've built for in their station. Now, Michael's going to talk us through that. And um, before we do, what I'm going to do is just uh, bring up uh, my screen, if I can get that up, Amy. That'd be great. So where is burnham on sea uh we'd like to introduce all of our guests show you where it is so they're in the uk um where are we i need to find the uk here and um, we we'll go all around to europe okay you're familiar with the uk and they're just here south of bristol across the estuary from cardiff this is Burnham on Sea, and I think already it's probably obvious what the challenges they have are. Right, look at this terrain—loads of mud. Uh, and what do you need for mud? Mud rescue. You guessed it: hovercrafts. Right. So um, Barb Search and Rescue, specialising these hovercrafts, ideal for crossing mud flats, rescuing people cut off by the tide. Um, how are we doing? Uh, is Michael available? I know we were having some connectivity problems at the start, but uh, here we go. Michael, hi. Hi, how are you? Just in time. Good, good. My, Michael was uh, was trying to join us from their station so he could actually show us, show us the uh, dashboard he's built uh, on camera, but um, we, were, we were struggling with connection, So he had, I was saying, do a reverse call out, try and get <laughs> home as quickly as you can. Uh, yeah. But we've got a perfect connection now, Michael. That's great
1: brilliant
0: so can you tell us a little bit about barb search and rescue i've done a bit of an intro there around around hovercraft mud rescue people cut off by the tide
1: yeah so barb search and rescue was kind of born in 92 uh 1992 and then i think 1994 um annika rice came ahead came to burn one sea and built the boat house or the station for us Um, And then during that time, we operated Rescue Boats. But then in 2002, um, there was a tragedy of a little girl, Lena Hall, um, who got caught in the mud and sadly died. And in which case, um, the local newspapers done a fundraising event to raise a hovercraft for Burnham on Sea, and that's how it all started. So I think if you scroll down there somewhere, you probably see our original hovercraft. the one with the cabin on uh maybe no um but yeah it's certainly on the fleet page anyway um so yeah um so that's where we are
0: fantastic tell us about hovercraft rescue what's unique about it
1: so the idea is um to be able to get to the person as quickly and safely as possible um historically coast guards would tend to need to walk across the mud um which can take minutes um tens of minutes in some, some cases um whereas a hovercraft as you can imagine hovers above the ground um and can safely get coast guard and casualty there and back
0: okay very good so w- when when you when you say bring coast guard there is that part of your role transporting them it is yeah
1: so we work alongside and with the coast guard uh we train with the coast guard um and also we um ensure that everything that we do is along the lines of the Coast Guard and we just work together really.
0: Yeah, okay. And so tell me about hovercraft. What, like, give a a quick explainer for people who've never even seen a hovercraft.
1: Okay, so in effect, it it has a hole similar to to how a boat would. Um, But in 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 our case, we have two engines. We have a lift engine and a thrust engine. Mm -hmm. So the lift engine is at the front, right directly in front of the pilot, and that's what gives it its lift and raises it off the ground. Uh, In effect, it's a lawnmower engine. It's a relatively small 13 horsepower uh, Briggs & Stratton lawnmower engine at the front um, with fan blade that just creates our lift. Um, And at the back, we have the thrust engine again, relatively small um, Briggs & Stratton uh, Vanguard 35 horsepower engine that provides us with forward thrust.
0: Fantastic, and it, it looks like seats four plus stretcher uh, five um,
1: at, at a push, I suppose. So traditionally, when we take the coast guard out, there'd be two two barbs, so there'd be the pilot and a crew. So yeah. the idea is that we take a crew member out, um, sort of a contingency if, if the pilots are not able to continue, um, and then we have the two coast Guardians, you can see there, we'd have the stretcher as well, and the coast guard would sit each side of the stretcher on the on the floor effect okay
0: and and um so so you've i, I hear the term there pilot rather than coxswain or helm
1: yeah and so it i think it pretty much becomes from it is he's off the ground um so in a case you're, you're technically flying
0: okay cool and and does the crew have specific responsibilities yeah so um
1: in situations where he's needed to lean it's not very often um because you can do most of the control purely from steering um, but the crew is generally there to aid the coast guard and the casualty whereas the pilot is solely in charge of the craft so the idea is that the pilot doesn't leave the craft or the controls while the engines are running
0: how, how unique is barb with the hovercrafts how many other hovercraft teams are there
1: um there's there's a there's a, certainly a couple i know of um there's one relatively locally and i think there's one a bit further up north um, and i think there's quite a few abroad as well
0: so sure and but are you, are you coming up with your own training standards is there is there a- yeah so
1: i think when we originally um obtained or, or was granted the hovercraft from 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 the fundraising there was training that was given to pilots initially um and then it was a case of train the trainer and there's a two-year competency that you have to follow um, as, Additional competencies that progress as your experience progresses. Um, it's all logged on D four H, so we, we store all of our competencies, um expiry dates, and we get alerts as to when and when they're due to be renewed. We try and train as often as possible.
0: And you're wearing uh, swiftwater rescue sort of PPE as well. well so
1: we wear dry suits um pft for water helmets uh, and helmets and throw lines um you mentioned it so this, we are a collective so GB as well um so a number of the crew are swift water rescue technicians
0: excellent well tell me about some recent call what kind of stuff um from your from your website I like site I can see there's a number of missing people recently yeah persons. so so
1: our call eggs generally range from missing persons to mud rescues to to swan rescues as well to be fair so i think probably one of the last ones on there was uh, a few children got stuck in the mud down in breen um so we were tasked and paged from burnham and we flew from burnham down to breen um with burnham coast guard and successfully got the persons back up to the top of the beach.
0: Fantastic. What's your role in the team?
1: So I'm a pilot. Um, so there's about half a dozen of us that are pilots and a few in training as well. I'm also Swiftwater trained as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Very good. And so you, you started using D4H about 2020. Um, how did that improve uh, things in general? I,
1: yeah, I mean, D4H, uh, we, we saw pretty much everything on there, I think. So from from crew crew um personal information to equipment and and call outs, events, incidents and pretty much everything.
0: Brilliant. And and you you saw a problem then around calling people out or in the station you needed a dashboard?
1: Yeah, so I think it originally came about I was I started looking around, see see what was available just to be able to get a bit more information in there. Um it's one of those things that kind of grew from a simple show who's on off call to pretty much um, getting a read level based on who's on call, what roles they can fulfill, tight mm-hmm. times and everything else. So it's just one of those things that's grown.
0: Brilliant. What So what was the original problem we were trying to solve? It was
1: pretty much just getting the information there on screen without. I, th- I think you can imagine if, you, if you're kitting up and, and something else happens and you're not sure who's coming in, mm-hmm. um, you constantly checking your phone, see who's on their way. But if you can look there and just see who's off call, you know, this pilot will be here, this pilot will yes. be here, they won't, they won't.
0: And so do you, do you have a, a pager system, text messages, phone we calls? Do, yeah.
1: We do, yeah, we have a pager system, yeah.
0: And so that goes off and anybody who's nearby makes their way to the station yes. as quick as they can. And you're saying you're all, you're there in your dry suit, helmet, gloves, the works, and you don't have your phone at this point um and so now you can look up at a screen and see who's on call
1: who's on call um we've got asset locations as well um number of call outs and and the weather so I think wind is probably a key one for us um using hovercraft in high winds over 35 miles an hour is a bit tricky so
0: do you have um, do you have any screenshots of that? I know you were going to do it in the station. I do, yeah.
1: Um, I tried to send you one, but uh, what's the best way of sending it to you? Can I drop hey, it in the chat? If you're able to present
0: your screen works too. um little present button at the bottom. It is in
1: portrait mode, so it might not
0: well, we, work we can,
1: overly we can well. Right. Um, let's see that one. There we go. How's that rendering? It
0: should come up. Yeah, great. Uh, we might not. Um, yeah, perfect. Uh, is, is there one with um, a view with us over on top of each other, so you, you'll get the board to the left work. Let's try
1: again. So sure. if I do that,
0: window. Um, if you just share your screen, Michael, uh, we should be able to rearrange it. Yeah.
1: Um, How's that? Is that shared?
0: um it'll come up now yeah amy there's a view there with um i think there's a full kind of portrait on the left and our pictures above and below each other would work that's the one okay oh we're missing the top but michael maybe you can, <laughs> you can scroll or resize it and it'll affect it. Uh, um, t- talk us through what we can see anyway so
1: um just but i can't actually scroll it i think it's because it is portrait mode um but um what you can't see is at the top left is the number of callouts for the current year, yeah. Um, so again, a d4h API call just retrieved the count, I suppose, for the current year. Um, directly below that, we have the root level. Um, so that's that's probably a work in progress, it's ongoing. Um, because there's a few things to consider with how we calculate that I suppose so if we take into account the number of pilots that are on call number of crew tide times, weather and various yeah. other things um top right is just a live feed of the seafront nothing to Amy, keep could you zoom
0: there. that back out again um yeah that's perfect there yeah yeah keep keep uh, going um yeah of
1: course um going. and then we have the middle section which is current tide times for today and then the weather uh as you can see um probably one of the as i said one of the most useful ones there was the wind gusts mm-hmm. um so anything over 30 or 35 we tend to consider how we're going to handle various things and wind direction as well um we've then got as you can see on the left hand side the on call and off call so all our crews initials rather than full names uh their crew numbers and you might see a few p's and t's there so that's our probation crew members um, and trainee crew members um, so they're generally that would generally be used in defining what the recount would be mm, um, and then on the right hand side we've got the gps of hovercraft uh, and
0: what, what are you using to track those sorry what, what do you use for the gps tracking
1: um it's um global tracker i think it was
0: and so they've got a sim card in them
1: the uh, there's a little device that's um,
0: attached to, to the craft and vehicles Very good there's lots of people interested in that for sure um so so on call um oh we have a question coming in here from Chris because uh, Chris is asking it looks nice what text stack did you use?
1: What text stack So it's built on WordPress. Um, so we use our existing website and to be fair most of what's on there is PHP. So, allows me to fully customize what we have.
0: So, you're doing a call to the D four H, the team manager API. yes uh, Some of you know it, um, and you're requesting a list of on call members, like yep. number, and then a list of off call members. Members. Yeah. Very good. Um. And and. and uh, is it ju- it's just showing yeah who's on call now Is I, I can't quite see the detail but it's saying yeah so we've
1: got um, so we've got there's, there's two columns for each section so there's the crew name initials and number um and then also when they go off call um so if they're currently on call but they're off call at 8pm tonight if call that came in at 7:55. 55 we would know that they're probably not going to turn up sort of thing and similarly the same for who's currently off call. We just show when they're next on call. Perfect.
0: Um, any thoughts on anything else you'll add to it or anything we could do to help you with it?
1: Um, I mean, to be fair, th- this changes weekly. So there's various <laughs> tweaks we we do just to move things around, add additional information. Um, I think the REAP level only went on there about a week or two ago. So there's, there's plenty, I think, probably,
0: probably will add. Brilliant. So, so, um, how often are you polling the data? How how live is it?
1: It's every minute at the moment. Um, the, the, there's various technical things I'd like to change because at the moment, I think it's just refreshing the page, but I'd just like to specifically call certain APIs at a certain period. Because yeah. um, the time times, we don't need to call every, every minute, um, we can do that twice a day and that will be sufficient. Call out once a day um, is probably sufficient, but things like the reap level um, on and off call and asset locations is pretty much, we need it, probably less than every minute to be fair.
0: Yeah, very cool. Um, so are you running an extension in the browser in the station that's refreshing it? Or how, are you doing that yes. on the page? Right? Yes, yes. So yeah. it's a
1: page refresh. Um, there's a a WordPress plugin. It was kind of a short term solution until like I modify various other things um, just to make sure we just call what we need. Um, yeah. But just to get things up and running and making sure we get in everything instantly as possible and to make sure it's all refreshing correctly. It's it's a it's a refresh plugin.
0: Very good. Um, so this has been fascinating so far. Um, what I um, I see, uh, Chris was on there asking questions. I, I I'm, I'm putting two and two together and thinking that Chris is Sar Sarchap on Twitter. And if it is Chris, we're looking to see what you build um, uh, with our API, uh, and hopefully we'll have you on another week. Um, if anyone does have any questions, this is completely live, um, so you, you can post your questions on. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. It is Chris, great. (laughs) Um, And uh, uh, that sounds great. Okay, so um, Amy, could I get my screen back? So we've just done a a, a large update of Q3, what went out, and and everything, you can go on to updates.d4h.com for any updates on what we do. you'll see there's a whole set of if you're not familiar with the products operation centers are incident managers in real time environment um, there's lots been going on in that and team managers what we've been looking at here which is the on the on call stuff so and um, there is a mention in here of API v3 and um, it won't be it, it uh we won't switch off v2 and for for quite some time so okay. there's no concerns they're working on v2 today and um, but uh, API v3 is a is a more performant more uh, more fully featured API for the product. We're actually moving our product onto API v3 at the moment. Okay. Um, is there, um, uh, uh, Michael, are there, is there any other functionality that you would have liked to have seen in the API, anything you thought was missing?
1: For what I've used so far, um, not as of yet, there are ideas that we've been discussing about um, creating tablet apps for iOS and and Android to be able to log incidents on the go. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: So that's probably our next challenge, I suppose. Um, But certainly for for what we've used for the API so far, there's been no problems I've come across. I think I asked a question, um, and I think this is how this interview came about, but it was just um, one of those. Can't even remember what the question was no, to be fair, but it was I don't think it was a D 4 H um related question as such. Um it was something else on on the WordPress side of things. So that was all sorted relatively easily.
0: Okay. So so all the documentation is is up online as well. Did you find that okay to use? Yeah, absolutely yeah?
1: brilliant. Yeah, yeah. great.
0: Yeah, so um, and anyone can email help at d4h.com. we'll try and sort you out as well. Um, but everything is here. For example, you know, turn return a list of your incidents, um, you know, fill in information, create incidents. So you can you can you can interact with the entire uh, the entire um the entire piece of software. Our own mobile apps are built off this API, so it should work through. Um there's a question there from Amy, have we heard of any other ways? Other teams are using D4H's API. I've heard of a couple of dashboards. Um, I've heard of a couple of people who've connected up their pager systems. So they get a, a page and it automatically creates a draft incident with the details of the text of the page. Um, we've got some people who've connected the operation center up as well. So they, it automatically creates an incident and notifies people. Uh, with people, yeah, it's a paging system, lots of things. People connected in and uh sending text messages out from their paging system and then starting an incident in D4H as well um so there there seems to be lots of lots of pieces for it and um, we're very keen to help anyone who's looking to to do something uh, with it support them and uh, we're getting getting to see lots of cool functionality michael anything else you want to show us or or comments or anything i can answer for you i, you I think i'm good um
1: yeah i no, that's it. I think. I'm good.
0: Do, other thing interesting for people: sar volunteer by, um, by by night. I guess. What are you by day?
1: Software engineer.
0: There we go. Perfect. <laughs> so um, not so much
1: web, more desktop. Um, so yeah, th- this was all new. Well, not new, but a revisit of college days, I suppose, and a bit more modern to what I was used to.
0: Very cool. Um, Anyone else who's got any projects they'd like featured on this series? We're going to keep keep featuring people who are building things. We want to we want to inspire and show people. And anything you need from us, do reach out and ask. Um, Michael, fantastic to talk to you. Uh, Thank and
1: you for to- inviting.
0: Thanks Good very day. much.